Now it's time to see who has the heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your fight. Now go out there and take it. Let me see your war face. Ah! You didn't convince me. Let me see your real war face. Ah! You don't scare me. Work on it. Welcome to the Best of Tailgate Talk, where we go back into the archives and hear some of our special guests you may have missed the first time around. We'll be back with the Best of Tailgate Talk after this. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase, six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with Carside to Go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. So, how are the kids? Well, Emily made the honor roll. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we're really proud of her. Tyler, on the other hand, though, what's going on? He's been moody lately, just feeling down and not like himself. Oh, we've been there. Nick was struggling last spring. He was so anxious and stressed. Really? What helped? Well, he joined the soccer team. And ever since, he's been a lot happier. He has more energy, he's less stressed, and he's definitely in a better mood at home. It's made a huge difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting out of the house, he's getting some exercise, and he's off his phone for once. It's been good for his mental health. Sounds like it's been good for your mental health, too. Participating in Alabama high school sports improves students' physical and mental health. Encourage your son or daughter to get involved. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. The world is changing. Ch -ch -ch changes. 
Tailgate Talk app has changed. It's got a new name and a new look. It's now known as PAS Plus, and it's your home for Applebee's Tailgate Talk, along with James Clement Sports and Calhoun Basketball. Change never heard, huh? Look for the download links at pasnetwork.net or tailgatetalk.net. PAS Plus, play action sports, plus a little extra. PAS Plus, from Play Action Sports. Welcome to our annual Iron Bowl edition of the Best of Tailgate Talk. As usual, we'll delve into our archives to bring you some of our favorite segments with former Alabama and Auburn players and personalities. This week, we go back to last year's week early Iron Bowl show to listen to conversations with former Alabama quarterback Blake Sims, former Auburn defensive end Ladarius Owens, Tom Roberts of the Crimson Tide Network, and former Auburn quarterback and color commentator Charlie Trotman. We'll also hear our past interviews with former Auburn defensive back Roger Mitchell and former Alabama kicker Jeremy Shelley. First off, let's announce our Athlete of the Week. Congratulations to West Limestone's Carmen Tootin, this week's winner. Carmen picks up a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Make sure you look for another poll this Sunday online at tailgatetalk.net. We've also got some Howl with the Havoc winners to pass along. This week, we say congratulations to Jennifer Parton, Clayton McFarlane, Melinda Williams, Logan Marks, Danielle O'Neill and Michael Selvey. They've all picked up tickets to see the Huntsville Havoc in action this season. Enter your name for your chance to win. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and fill out the form. Coming up next week, our special guest will be former Georgia and NBA small forward and power forward Jumaine Jones, who also has a book out entitled The Last Man Standing Behind the Game. In a couple of weeks, we'll be talking with former Alabama defensive lineman John Copeland and former Tide cornerback Antonio Langham, as they will be in town doing an autograph signing from Buddy's Home Furnishings. Keep it here. The Iron Bowl edition of the Best of Tailgate Talk will be right back. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, and Saturday, 730 till noon. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems. And going forward, we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect. At Ardmore Telephone, our proof is the test of time, running decades deep. We're Ardmore Telephone, and we are here to stay. For more details, call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net. 
When you want to pay your propane bill, talk to someone face-to-face about a problem, or just get that security blanket feeling that your needs will be handled locally, where do you go? Local People's Gas in Athens or Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore, that's where. Just call Local People's Gas at 230-3600 or Ferguson LP Gas at 423-3320 or drop by one of the offices and ask about their easy changeover plan. They'll treat you like you deserve to be treated and give you that security blanket feeling knowing that someone is always close by 24-7, 365 days a year. Local People's Gas in Athens, 230-3600 or Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore, 423-3320. Addiction can have a crippling effect on everyone involved, leading to health problems and behavioral disorders. SOAR Addiction Recovery can help with their comprehensive and confidential treatment. SOAR understands the heartache and pain of addiction and can empower you to re-engage in a meaningful life. If you or someone you know needs help, don't wait. Call SOAR Addiction Recovery. That's S-O-A-R at 374-3858. Located at 30521 Ardmore Avenue in Ardmore, it's time for you to soar. Call now, 374-3858. Soar Addiction Recovery. Loose ball taken away. Warhawks have it. Nice little give and go. Two on one. Bucket is good. Join Play Action Sports as we bring you coverage of Calhoun basketball this year. The Warhawks are tipping off their first season on the hardwood in over 20 years, and you can hear live action from men's and women's teams streamed on the PAS Plus app or online at pasnetwork.net. Check out the archives on the Play Action Sports website or on your favorite podcast platform, too. You can also hear select games on Sunday afternoons on WKAC Radio. Calhoun Warhawks basketball is back, and we're here to bring it to you from Play Action Sports. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Boys and girls, we're going back a few years in the uh, Iron Bowl rivalry with uh, Ladarius Owens, one of my favorite Auburn players. Not mine. (laughs) And Blake Sims, Alabama quarterback. And these guys, now you two played against each other on the same field, or or were y'all a year or two apart? No, we played each other a couple times. That's awesome. Most definitely, most definitely. So and I don't, you know, y'all are gonna have to refresh our memories, uh, Ladarius and Blake. Because we're old who, and we who, forget stuff. Who got the best of who in the in the in that series? Well, I know Ladarius got the kick six. I don't know about the Blake. <laughs> hey, Blake, yeah, we, we, this is not gonna I, be I a think, good conversation. Yeah, I only, I only got Blake maybe once or twice. Uh, we should we should have got him at fourteen, but they adjusted in the second half and just threw the ball to Coop every every down, and, and we could we couldn't stop. Yeah. It. And, and just to let y'all know, so Tim, Garth, and, and I'm Todd, we're Alabama fans, and we, we allow an Auburn fan, for whatever reason, to be the main host of this show. Maybe Tim needs to rethink that issue. But, so that's, that's just the lay of the land with us. So you've got some Auburn and Alabama fans here. <laughs> it's all love both ways, it is, though, man. It is. You know, we enjoy it. We like to tease each other. So Blake, I, I, I'm gonna save Ladarius here for a little bit. Talk talk about some of your favorite memories of the Iron Bowl, uh, and at, outside of the kick six. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, most definitely the Iron Bowl, man, has always been special. Uh, uh, my best memories, man, is just uh, most definitely winning for sure, and uh, <laughs> you know, just the great games. You know, to see the the legend, the, the like guys that have played there recently, you know what I'm saying, become legends. 
at Auburn and Alabama just to be there uh, front seat to see them legends play and uh, see them go on and do great things in their career on and off the field, whatever it is, uh, to see them go do that. And what hit me the most is just the relationship that uh, the Auburn and Alabama players have together. Uh, that, that really stood highly to me because, you know, me being from Georgia and uh, seeing the Georgia-Florida game, you can you can win the high, win the high school one, the, the guys, and if he's on the opposite team and he's playing for Florida and I'm playing for Georgia, man, we're no longer friends. <laughs> really? You know? Well, I was going to ask you that, about that. That really stuck out to me. That that's something that stands out to me, Blake, is when when I see Auburn and Alabama, f- former Alabama and Auburn football players, and they see each other. There's always a camaraderie, a brotherhood type thing. Whereas us fans, we we like sometimes we keep a grudge for ten years. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are loving <laughs> well, on each other longer, yeah, yeah, yeah. longer, yeah, right? right? Tom brings up a good point. Like yeah, to, to y'all, yeah, it, it seems like not as deep <laughs> as, as it is with the yeah. fans. Yeah, most definitely it's a grudge, you know. Uh, you know, we're athletes, man. We know we on that field, you know, all that friendly goes out the window. And, you know, we, we both have the – we both have mutual goals. You know, we both want the national championship. But, you know, it's just mainly uh, the respect because we, we both understand the uh, the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears that go into this game. And so it's just respect once it gets off the field. Ladarius, I I always love to bring this up. Your uncle, the first African-American football player for Auburn. Uh, Before we get into your Iron Bowl experience, talk about uh, your uncle James and and, uh, how that maybe led you to Auburn. Uh, Yeah, for me, man, I was uh, born and raised in it. And and honestly, anybody in the state of Alabama, you know, as you all know, we have to choose uh, out the womb, like which side we're going to be on. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Some of these new age kids have jumped ship over to, you know, Bama, of course, but they don't know any better. Um, <laughs> but for, for me, uh, with that being my uncle and, and carrying that prestige and just how he carried himself and, and mostly just the stories other people tell about him and just being around him and his aura, uh, that, that made me very proud. Um, and I really didn't get to see that much until, you know, I started getting recruited and things of that nature. And then um, even honestly, when I, when I, I, because Tuscaloosa was so close, uh, I don't know how many people know it, I took most of my visits to T-Town. It's because my uh, one of my coaches was, of course, a Belmont fan. So, and T Town was only like thirty minutes from Belmont. So, I was down there a lot. Um, and at the time, Coach Sal was recruiting me. Had a close relationship with him, Rolando. Uh, and and actually, they got my uncle to come down there. And even being down there, just seeing the respect that he got, uh, really put stuff in perspective for me. So, uh, I, I when I did go to Auburn, I, I wanted to make sure that I, I made him proud. Well, and you certainly did that. Ain't I no. mean, I mean, you're, you're both y'all's legacies, but yours as well is is, is cemented in 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 the uh, you know Auburn history. And um, you know, we were talking about that. Like now, matter of fact, I heard a stat last night. I believe it was that, or it might have been this morning. But um, even before, well, especially before y'all, but around y'all's time, Alabama. Like if you were in Alabama, you either went to Alabama or Auburn. Now, I think Alabama's recruiting, and I don't know about Auburn's, but it's like 65 to 35% are out-of-state yes. recruits. Um, so that's changed so much over the years. Um, you know, did y'all ever think that it would be where, like, you would see kids from California, New York, you know, Wisconsin, Ohio, wherever, come into our state and start playing football for Alabama and Auburn? But I think the the level of competition at these two schools as well has has uh, 
gained a lot of traction just from the years of the success in the past decade or so. Um, so with, with that, you you know, you're going to have higher level of uh, skill and talent coming in year after year consecutively. Uh, and then it's only 25 scholarships given out every year. So it's only a certain amount of spots they can go out. So, and that speaks volumes about how the level of play of high school football in the state of Alabama has risen to the occasion through the catch-up to the Texases, the Florida and Georgias, and now where our kids are getting enough notoriety and attention to where they can go to uh, all of these out-of-state colleges. I know for a fact that it, what shocked me was how many kids actually went from Birmingham in particular uh, out to Oregon. I think we got like three or four kids playing for Oregon right now, which is uh, wow. strange. I know I, I got off from Oregon, but I never would have would have gone out there. I would have took a visit just to, to see yeah. Nike stuff, but to actually see kids <laughs> actually taking their trip and, and going to school out there is uh, is new. Um, but it's refreshing, though. I'm, I'm hoping they, you know, take it, take in that experience and um, get all the success they can get that comes with it. Well, I think Coach Saban has pretty much set the bar on, you know, recruiting the top talent. Didn't matter which state they come from. Coach Dow always said Auburn's players come from Georgia. For the a lot of them come from Georgia. But uh, with 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 the new hire of Coach Harson, he's actually targeting some Northwestern kids uh, as well because that's his that's where he's been for the last however many years. Yeah, I'm not sold on. They're gonna have to prove prove it to me. I'm not sold on the Northwest. Uh, yeah, no disrespect, <laughs> but uh, they, they 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 can uh, they like I said they they have all the opportunity in the world. I don't mind. You know he. I hope he has an eye for talent. So once they get to Auburn, they're going to have to adjust to how we play ball in the South and have to prove to me that they can play uh, just as much uh, good good uh, caliber of football up in the Northwest. But, and that they had to adjust to that humidity, too. I've been up there. There's no yeah. humidity to, to really uh, nothing to speak of. Ladarius, uh, your years at uh, Auburn, uh, obviously, uh, this is Garth Garris here. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, Jordan-Hare Stadium is a magical place. I mean, even just being yeah. a Bama fan. I've been, I've been I, to several games too. at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Loud. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's loud, especially for that Alabama game. I've been there for a couple of other games when I was a, a young kid and got a chance to see Bo Jackson play a couple of times. And so always awesome. always have the, that, that memory there. But uh, – you were you were a part of the team. Were you were you a part of the team the year before the kick six? I'm trying kick six. I'm trying to remember the the in Tuscaloosa the forty nine to zero coach Chiswick's last year. Was that was that your first year? Or say, what, what what years were you? You know, there there so, at so all. I, I I I saw I saw the great, the good, the bad, the ugly my entire time. So 2010 is my my freshman year. I registered that year. So we rode that mountain all the way to the top. Um, got the championship. Um, 2011 had a decent year. 2012 was the worst year in Auburn history. That was the game you was talking about. And I, Blake don't remember, but I actually um, got a tackle on him that game. I was pissed though, honestly, because I, I, we we got in in garbage time. Um, and I think I want to say I want to say Blake was that running back. Though. I'm not sure. Oh, he you know, he's a quarterback. He's a quarterback. He was scrambling, and I and I, I caught him from behind or whatever. But I was mad at that game. Uh, and uh, Coach Chelsea probably killed me if he say if I if he hear this. But so I think we was down like. 28 or 35 zero, like in third quarter or something like that. So I'm like, Coach, what's up? You ain't, you're not rotating us. He's like, I got to keep my best guys in. So at the time, in my head, if I, if I wasn't so young, I wanted to say, Bro, 
your best guys are down 35-0. Like, how much work did it get, bro? Like, what are you talking about? So I was pissed when he finally did call us to get in the game. I'm like, no, nah, keep the best guys in there. So, uh, that's, just, that's, just, that's just a funny story. I, I, I still, and that, that's what that's what motivated me even more that off season as we went into the 2013 yeah. season, and we and, that, and you know what kind of year that was. Yeah, I, I asked that because I was at the game. Actually, my son at. Uh, he wound up going to Bama, but he he grew up uh, as a young a young man. He grew up an Auburn fan, yeah. so we we went to several games. So that year, we actually uh, and, and I've taken him to some rivalry games. So I'd always want to see Georgia Auburn. So we went over that year to see y'all play in in Georgia at in Athens, and uh, it, I think you could, you could kind of see that the the little the blood had been kind of sucked out of y'all as a, as a team and all that stuff. So in getting that, y'all had such a magical year the next year, uh, the, the Georgia game. And then so yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing at that point you never really thought you were out of that Alabama game. And it was, uh, I mean, and I, I just watching it on TV going like, this is not – I don't feel good about Bama's chances <laughs> of winning this game here. And I never expected yeah. to go to walk out the door. Uh, I expected Alabama to miss that field goal. And uh, be overtime. I didn't expect to walk out my friend's back door and walk back in, and, we, and me and him walk back in and, and go, what, "What's happening?" I said, "It's over. They just <laughs> they just won the game." I go, "What?" <laughs> so so take us from that to that right there and going into that just just real quickly because I know that had just had to be a special time. I mean, that entire game was uh, was a roller coaster to be honest. Um, I remember the play I remember the most was uh, it was it was like you know when you're trying to take out the giant you know they just keep fighting back. So we started out the game with some decent momentum. We're playing good. We were like we could, we could ball with these boys or whatever. So uh, I'm not sure what the situation was. I know we had them backed up like on their one yard line, and they threw again. Here we go again. Throw the ball to Coop, and they just took a shot. And 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 here we and Coop, I think it was ninety nine yard play. Ninety nine yards, brother. Yeah, y'all, y'all had a uh, y'all had a good y'all had a good punt. It was a good punt, and the ball rolled to the one. Yeah, exactly. So it was like every time every time we was like trying to pull away or, or or you know get away from them to kind of get a a comfortable lead or a situation. It seemed like they always came back and got like crazy play. And then we hit them with the semi when, with the, when Nick uh, uh, threw the ball with his left hand to semi and, and, and took it to that level and. and and that last drive, we, we knew they didn't have a good field goal kicker, so we figured they was going to take another shot to Coop, honestly. Y'all, um, y'all knew we God didn't have a good field goal kicker? <laughs> <laughs> y'all in the rest of the country. <laughs> yeah, so we figured they was going to take a shot at the end zone. So, luckily, uh, Coach Saban was playing for the field goal. Um, and, and, and the first time, uh, we had blocked a kick earlier in the game. So, oh, yeah. uh, that's the only reason we really yep. sent somebody back. And then initially, before they called a timeout, we didn't have a guy. We had our safety back there uh, just to go feel the punch, the, the kick, just in case. And then they said, "Hey, let's put a returner back wow. there." So that's when Chris went back there. And uh, honestly, the rest was history. We we never thought for a second that it was going to be short and return. We was just going to try to block another one, like we did earlier. In the game. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, well, not only the, the not only the 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 return did you miss, 
but you missed uh, Ladarius's dance now, going into the end. Zone I was too. I was going to save that for last, Ladarius, because the now, last you don't miss that because it's played. Oh well, yeah, constantly. I is mean, it not at the you, time. You yeah. really, uh, as a you, unless you just if you catch it quick enough and you can click off the TV, you know, which I, I do that, every time. I, you know, it's <laughs> there. The it's there, and it will be there for forever. And it Sadly. goes down. And I and I guess you know y'all are, you were never forty nine points. Alabama's um, never been 49 points better than Auburn. I guess that was always a frustrating part yeah. there, but to come back and win like that had to be obviously satisfying to, oh, for y'all. I, I would much rather get beat 49 to nothing than lose like we awesome. did. That's painful. That hurts and lasts for stinking ever. Right, guys? I mean, yep. Blake, is that not the truth? Would you rather take a 49 to zero whooping or would you rather have some crap like that? That's what it was. Just, I'm kidding, Dan. But, there's, but there's been in this great rivalry, and it and it's it is because of of great guys like y'all going back for years oh, yeah. and years and oh, yeah. years and years. And we know y'all play. We we have the I guess the fiery hatred for yeah. for both sides. But we see you know y'all love each other and you respect I, I hate each all other, three, y'all. And and you play and you play that game with pride and you represent your your universities and you represent the the people of Alabama so so well and I think that's why we're always proud of all of y'all for what you do and we know y'all play against each other through high school and y'all y'all All-Star cross paths and y'all got great respect and we we appreciate the the memories y'all have made for mm-hmm. all of us for all good the years or bad. yes good or, good or bad and uh, you know so uh, that yeah. that's just one that just uh, the, it goes into the folklore and there's been daggers on both sides at the end of games oh, whether yeah. there's been you know Reverses and kicks and blocks and returns. Stuff. It's just been. He's been daggers before. These people got cut. It's it's yeah. uh, you know it's uh, you always can expect the unexpected in the in the yeah, Iron Bowl. Yeah. It's always a wacky score too. You know. We'll be back with more of our tailgate talk conversation after this. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local Health Park pharmacy. As your local Health Park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens. Your local Health Park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. If you're looking for an alternative to the insane prices of buying furniture, appliances, and electronics outright, why not consider Rent to Own at Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens? High quality at low prices. Top brands like GE, Maytag, Samsung, and Ashley. No credit approval and flexible payment options. See what you can take home today. Visit Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens at 600 South Jefferson Street in the Athens Shopping Center. Go online to BuddyRents.com or call 206-9505. Buddy's Home Furnishings. 
Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Listen this basketball season as WKAC brings you action from the Athens High Golden Eagles. Join us for play-by-exciting play of varsity girls and boys games on our sports stream at WKAC1080.com. Tune in to WKAC and hear the replay each Saturday at noon, and then check it out on our website on demand. Athens High Golden Eagles basketball this season online at WKAC1080.com and on the air at 1080 WKAC. We continue with our conversation on the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. Ladarius kind of went through a little bit of his uh, recruiting. What? Tell us a little bit about yours process. Uh, so uh, my process, um, you know, being from Georgia and playing 45 minutes from Athens, uh, I wanted to go to I wanted to go to Georgia, but uh, I had uh, Mark Riggs told me that he wanted me to play safety for him, and uh, but I wouldn't I didn't feel comfortable about it. Uh, spent a lot of time in Tuscaloosa and uh, Nashville. Um, I was about to go to Tennessee to play with Lane Kiffin, but uh, Lane called me uh, 20 minutes before he hit the press that he was going to USC. He was leaving Tennessee and going to uh, USC. And uh, so once I heard that, uh, I called Coach Saban the night they won the national championship in 09. And uh, I decommitted to go to him, to go to uh, Tennessee. And then I ended up traveling back to Tuscaloosa once uh, Lane Kiffin went to USC and uh, signing to Alabama. Um, and I also had uh, West Virginia, Texas, uh, Michigan, and, you know, a lot of good schools. But Alabama just seemed like it was the best school for me. You know, I, oh I, I think about, about y'all a lot of times and these young men and how, um, especially when, when y'all are at y'all's level, you know, maybe a one- or two-star kid might be one thing, but y'all were, you know, highly highly recruited young men. And the the pressure, I know I know in the beginning it's got to be awesome, right? You're getting these letters, these phone calls, texts, all these different things. But then at some point, you know, when it comes down to you've really got to choose where you go. Um, and like you said, it's got to be not, it's not just the best fit, you know, athletically, but academically and, and you know, just got to feel like home in a way. I mean, Blake, talk a little bit about that that pressure, and even and then a little bit. Y'all talk a little bit about after once you're there, because once y'all are there, y'all are stars, right? To us, y'all get hounded by you know kids and and, and adults as well. You know, hey, let me have your autograph. Let me have your autograph. You know, uh, you know, it, 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 right. it's got to be tiring at times. Well, I mean, yeah, it, 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 it's a blessing. You know, it's a blessing because uh, you know when you start your your recruiting. You know, you get a lot of attention. You start getting used to getting a lot of attention. Uh, just in your hometown, that's where it starts. In your hometown, you start getting a lot of attention. And uh, I know in Georgia, if you get recruited by Georgia or you get offered by Georgia, you'll start walking around in any city in the state of Georgia, and people will recognize you. And uh, but it was just, it was just all a blessing. And I, you know, if I had the opportunity to do it all, do it again. And um, 
It was a great time, but I'll never forget my first meeting, my first team meeting with Coach Saban. Uh, I think the funny part about it is that when you're going to visit these schools and meet everybody, they're just so nice to you. They're, they're nice to you. They're willing to help you. They're willing to be there and everything. Don't get me wrong. They're still willing to be there once you sign and go to their school. But like Coach Saban, our first meeting, he was just, he slapped his hands on his thighs and he was like, God, I'm glad that's over. I ain't got to be nice to you. you, know, you know I ain't got to be nice to God. That's awesome. <laughs> he was just like, he was just like, let's get the business. Let's get the work. I mean, that meeting started. I think he had that meeting just to tell us that. Because it lasts literally five minutes, and we went and worked out, ran one tens, and <laughs> we got going, man. He didn't, Welcome to Alabama. He didn't take no time to throw us in the fire. Like, Ladarius, how about you? How, how was it with your recruiting? And uh, I mean, Auburn's strategy, I'm not sure if it's the same, but uh, it worked pretty good. What they, what they sold everybody on was uh, family, you know, and I was pretty much already bought in anyway. Um, so they pretty much used me to recruit everybody else. So, you know, we had people. <laughs> skin and all those different things so a lot of us was already in communication with each other like throughout that whole entire 2009 season like i'm talking to michael dyer after my football game mm. javon reed uh jeff whitaker we always communicated with each other throughout that whole season and we would meet up at certain football games certain auburn games we all plan to go down to, to see certain games on business uh so once we did finally get in uh you know for the most part a lot of us played uh because auburn had a very brand new coaching staff, there's a lot of opportunity for all of us, especially on special teams. Now, granted, there was a lot of seniority as far as um, uh, main positions or whatever, uh, but it was a lot of opportunity from a special teams perspective. And then if you can ball on special teams, you start getting in offense and defense. Let, let. Uh, so it, it was still a good experience and a good ride the whole way. Um, we didn't really start getting that fame and, or whatever in attention until I think when when Cam actually did the the Superman mm-hmm. but the first time he did it was against I think South Carolina. Yes, South Carolina. People don't understand like I don't know if he had planned it, <laughs> but before that if you go back and watch like Tiger Walt, you'll see like fans like being Cam like, oh he's regular or whatever, it's just normal. But when he when he dove into the end zone against South Carolina, it was legit like maybe a, a seven yard dive. So uh, it was the first time he did the Superman, but it was relevant at that point. <laughs> It was uh oh for uh, you know We've for, been relevant for ever since. Memo. Yes, uh-huh. guys, we're fixing to have to go, but I've got to ask Ladarius one thing. I've saved his question. Sorry to interrupt, but it's okay. Um, now, the last time you was here, Ladarius, you said don't laugh when they see the dance she's doing because it didn't come out like you wanted it to <laughs> on the kick six. <laughs> what yeah. was you? What was you so, trying yeah. to do? I see what you did, but what <laughs> was you trying to do, my friend? So, so, so in my mind, I was gonna do the the Dion Prime time, but I was running at full speed. You can't oh. run at full speed when you're trying to do no. uh, <laughs> the Prime time dance. That's so it great. turned into a, a, a skip because I, 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 like I said, I didn't slow down, and my my mind didn't keep up with my feet. <laughs> so, so what did your teammates say? I know you went back and watched the film. Nobody's gonna say nothing at the at the at the time because it's a great. But y'all guys went back and watched the film. What what was some of the things your teammates said inside that man, uh, you know nobody else knew? Man, I can't tell every year around this time from teammates and fans. You, it, it'll be on Twitter probably tomorrow. It'll, it'll be circulating. <laughs> I get tags probably a hundred times. Bad yeah. thing about the internet nowadays. Yeah, yeah you yeah. do one thing; it's there forever. Got away with it a few years ago, but not yeah. now. 
<laughs> Blake, Blake, I'm, am- I, I'm uh, Blake. Uh, I'm amazed at uh, the fortunes of Tennessee. Had Lane stayed and you went there, yeah. how how a decision changes the, the course, course of, of, uh, of history. Yeah, yeah, and 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 appreciate your perseverance at, at Alabama. Yes, uh, yes. But truly a special player. And uh, to wait your turn, I know that you're all great athletes and want to get on that field. And uh, to wait your turn to play that position at quarterback and to do it so so well and. And just and just caught a Ohio State team that last year that just got got fire. hot, yeah, got hot, and team. and y'all were definitely the best team. But yeah. appreciate your perseverance yeah. and and appreciate yeah. you both. And yeah, thank y'all both for you know giving up your bodies. Hey, like hey, you hey real for quick, us. real quick before we go, I, I want to say this, and and I want to I want to give Blake his flowers now, and my teammates will stamp this. Uh, Blake set the tone for. Uh, the dual threat quarterback that Alabama is yeah. getting right now. Hey, uh, you're right. Yeah. You. Totally Blake, agree. That's Blake so true. Call, Blake calls us hell. Blake Blake did a hell of a job. <laughs> yep. And it's a shame that the, the fact that he played a, a created team in Ohio State, every one of those guys still playing in the NFL today, yep. that, that, that gets over, overlooked. But, I, we, hey, bro, like I said, you, you paid away for them boys. And uh, we're going to give you your, your flowers now. And this from the entire Auburn family. Well, I'll give you that. And y'all are kids to Man, us. Man, I appreciate y'all, that. Y'all are kids to us. And, Blake, you could tell when you were a young kid, a young, young athlete at Bama, you you just was you had special written all over you. You really did. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I appreciate that from you guys, man. And, you know, with Ladarius being from Birmingham, and, you know, we have a mutual friend awesome. that, we, that, is a, that shares a special place in our – our life, man. So that 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 means a lot, you know. And uh, I try to. That's why. That's what we all try to do it for, man. We try to do it to make our own legacy and and do it for the youth as well. All right, awesome. guys. Good luck. Thanks so much for joining us. Yes, yes sir. sir. Appreciate Thank it, fellas. All right, Thank you. All right, all boy. Right. I call it. All right, boy. <laughs> it's time to take a break, ladies and gentlemen. You listen to Applebee's Tuggy talking WKAC, the Big Ten Eighty. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems. And going forward, we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect. At Ardmore Telephone, our proof is the test of time, running decades deep. We're Ardmore Telephone, and we are here to stay. For more details, call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. 
When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right come see all your friends at applebee's in athens 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free monday through friday 11 a.m to 3 p.m seven items to choose from can't make it for lunch visit them for happy hour 3 p.m to 7 p.m or late night half price appetizers with beverage purchase six appetizers to choose from call 233-4430 or order online at applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go applebee's neighborhood grill highway 72 in athens just off i-65 eating good in the neighborhood Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with a Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. You're listening to the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. We've got a couple of legends on the radio. Mr. Tom Roberts from the University of Alabama. But Charlie Trotman don't remember this, but I used to listen to him. He was the second quarterback that I ever remember being as an Auburn fan. Phil Gargis was the first one. And then Charlie Trotman is here on the radio talking to me. I'm excited, gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, it's a pleasure. All right, that's that is great. So, Charlie, I have to I have to start with you and say, I was there those ten years that we never beat Alabama. So the first day we did, the first time we ever did beat them, I lost my mind. But, uh, <laughs> buddy, we listened to you every week. We watched you on the on the replay show. Um, I think you your starting quarterback, your first year's quarterback was Doug Coach Barfield's first year as head coach. Am I incorrect there? Well. The first year that Coach Barfield was the head coach, it was Phil Gargas. Okay. I was a freshman. Okay. I was a freshman, and uh, I actually played a little quarterback and a little running back. Got in a few games as a running back because we had a few running backs that were injured. And so, uh, you know, back then when you were a uh, an option quarterback, you were pretty much a running back. You were. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we, we – uh, I, I started – the next year, Coach Barfield was there five years, and I started his second, third, and fourth year. Okay. And, and you guys had some good teams that year, those years. It's just it seemed like for whatever reason, just never could get over the hump in the Iron Bowl. Well, we uh, we played um, – well, for instance, like 1979, uh, we were 8-2 going into the Alabama game, and Alabama was undefeated and ranked number one in the nation – the year before, Alabama, I think it lost one game, but was ranked, uh, you know, second, first or second in the nation. And all three years that I started, Alabama won the SEC, and two years they won the national championship. So it was kind of a run <laughs> yeah. like uh, Saban is, is on right now. Uh, during my three years, they were extremely talented defenses. Uh, I don't know that that any of the defenses um, that Alabama has had during the Saban run 
were any better, really, than that 78 to 79 defense. They were they were outstanding. And, and I just knew in 79 we was going to do it. I just knew it. I just knew it. But, Tom, talk about a little, talk about that time frame like Charlie's talking about, the, the defenses. And, and, and this was Coach Bryant's heyday uh, during those times. Well, that's it. Uh, you know, 79, by the way, is the year I started on the uh, Alabama Network. And uh, it was a wow. pretty good year, <laughs> as Charlie <laughs> just mentioned, because he won the national championship. But, yeah, under Coach Bryant, there were two consistent, very consistent things. First of all, was an outstanding defense. I mean, you you go back to when he first got to Alabama and and the '61 team that was just still maybe the best defense the Tides ever had. But you always knew that Coach Bryant's teams were going to play solid defense. And the other thing was a kicking game, and the, it, to me, it's it's no. Uh, coincidence that in the history of the Iron Bowl, so many games have been won or lost by the kicking game, Absolutely. and uh, and I that to me is is just those are two of the signs of Coach Bryant's teams, and of course he's had pretty good offense too. The uh, the wishbone to me when he made that change, and I went to Texas and got Daryl Royal to come in and and uh, talk to his. Uh, assistance about the, the wishbone offense. That was just, it was an amazing offense for the Tide. And it was kind of like the, the shift that, that Coach Bryant made from, I guess, a pro style offense to the wishbone, kind of like the, the transition that uh, Coach Saban has made from a, you know, a ground oriented offense to the wide open passing offense we have now. So it, uh, you know, I, I guess I've seen two transitions during my time as, a, as an Alabama fan or are part of the network. Well, Charlie, if I'm not mistaken, speaking of a good running game, you was quarterback for about three good, uh, two good tailbacks and one fullback by the name of Joe Cribs, James Brooks, and William Andrews. Uh, yeah, they were uh, they were all outstanding, and and they were each one year apart. So William was a sophomore when I got there, when Joe Cribs and I got there, and then James Brooks came the following year. So. James Brooks had come out of high school, and he had, um, you know, William Andrews had set all the high school rushing records in the state of Georgia, and then James Brooks broke all those records. Uh, (laughs) Actually, in in, uh, our same recruiting class, uh, when Joe Cribbs and I came to Auburn, we had a guy right there from Athens, Alabama, Freddie Smith. Yes, sir. uh, Set all the Alabama records high school rushing records yeah. when he was uh, in high school. But Auburn thought that he was as Don't good a running back as he was. They thought he was yeah. a better linebacker. Yeah. And so they changed him to linebacker because we had Joe Cribb. So yeah. um, it was uh, it was quite a quite an array of running backs. And, and uh, I didn't really have to do anything special. I just had to get the ball to him at the right <laughs> time. I had forgot yeah. about Freddie, but there's another guy from Athens that also played there, Adolph Cosby. Yep. yep, played there yeah, at he all. He came but. after Freddie. He came a year and, uh, after Freddie. Yes. Yeah. He was. He their, was a great uh, one too. Their uh, their head football coach, uh, Charlie, uh, was my uh, ba- my baseball coach in the summer league, uh, Larry McCoy, and yeah. uh, and also their defensive coordinator was my high school football coach at Elkmont High School, Marvin Young. So uh, I wow, know that's that. Small, we, that's small world we have yep. i've that heard means you're old dude yes and and my and my <laughs> we are and we, and we know all of y'all because my son doesn't realize and understand we didn't have the game on every saturday right. so 
So we had Auburn on. Uh, we had Auburn on the AM seven. Uh, it was WJMW in those days. Seven thirty, yeah. And, uh, and then it's seven thirty now. Uh, seven seventy is uh, VNN, but it was the Auburn network. And we got Bama football on WZYP when they came in. But yep. there was no pre or post game shows. They go nope. right. They go radio right. Uh, music right to the game, and then as soon as it was over, it was off. So yeah. we've heard you, Mr. Roberts and Charlie. We've we've listened to hey, you we, play. Yeah. And well, we then, listen, Charlie was a color, yes. color commentator for a while. But we were talking about this last night, yeah. uh, uh, Tom, uh, Mr. Roberts. We had to – I would have to get, uh, get my little – and I was – I didn't have cable at my house. It was radio. Oh, and no. so I'd have to adjust my antenna outside my bedroom <laughs> door and get Coleman for basketball. Coleman. And uh, and, and no actually – and I went to school with uh, Terry Williams. Uh, I was a manager when Terry Williams was recruited oh, wow. by C.M. Newton – and uh, Coach Sanderson, and they came to Quincy's in Athens Ooh. to our banquet. And uh, when Terry signed at, at, at Alabama, and I got a chance to be the principal, and we uh, we retired his uh, number at, at Elkmont a few years ago. So we we've heard we we know y'all. We we've heard yeah. y'all and Charlie heard you play because we would listen to you on Saturdays. Uh, all the football games that we could, and then we wa- on Sunday yep. we watched the, watched the, the shows. Show. We yep. shot. We watched uh, Phil yeah. Snow, of and we, yeah, and that was it. That was our Sundays, and then watching Coach Bryant open that Golden Flake bag of chips. It was what we did on Sundays. It was what. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Potato chips everywhere. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Tom, speaking of that, so you, I don't know. I guess we'll just say had the opportunity. Or pleasure, or I don't know, of breaking in Coach Saban. So Chris Stewart doesn't know how good he has it now. You had to do all the dirty work of <laughs> of, of, of establishing the show and 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 bringing and bringing that up. Tell us a little bit about that experience. What it was like when Coach Saban came in. Um, he seems like then and even now that even he, he seems like he's eased up. But back then, he didn't seem like he cared too much to do the media stuff at all. Um, and obviously, that's just part of being the coach. So, tell us a little bit about having to break him in. Well, I don't know whether you got, you guys are just talking about listening to games. Uh, I don't know whether you you looked at SEC storied more than a voice. Uh, yes, it was an outstanding no. show. And uh, you know, my my childhood memories are listening on uh, in Fayette WWWF, mm-hmm. listening to uh, Mari Farrell and John Forney doing the Alabama yep. games. <clears throat> and uh, uh, Gary Sanders a few years later doing the Auburn game. So, you know, it's just uh, that was the, the heyday of radio broadcast. Now, thankfully, they're still around, and you got the opportunity now to sync up the radio broadcast with the uh, the telecast. Uh, but, yes, I mean, some of the great – my greatest memories, are, you know, on a, on a Saturday night, uh, Ole Miss played LSU down in Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. and John Ferguson, I think, was the – play-by-play guy and billy cannon ran mm-hmm. the punt back for a touchdown uh we could we could hear larry munson mm-hmm. uh, on wsb in atlanta doing the georgia game yes uh it just those were wonderful wonderful days of course uh they're pretty good now too but uh just uh, that that's what i remember growing up in the 50s and the 60s in fayette alabama listening to to some of the greats do uh, radio broadcast of Bama games, Georgia games, Auburn games, uh, whatever. Yes, and hey, hey guys, real quick, um, what was it, uh, Char- Charlie? Uh, just a couple of things about uh, what was it like for Auburn at that in those days to come to Legion Field, and then also 
you guys, as far as broadcasters, you know, before the Iron Bowl, what we, what were, did y'all get to meet up? Did y'all talk? I know you got to work with with Jim Fife, a great, great voice of Auburn football, and I think it was from Kentucky, maybe. But uh, and I would, I'd go to Talladega and I'd hear him on the uh, over. He was on the speaker. He was the public address announcer down there doing it Talladega. But just a little bit about Legion Field games because our young generation doesn't remember that yeah. now going the the fifty fifty, but uh, but also. Legion Field was an Alabama home home fifty uh, fifty. That's funny. Well, well, crowd-wise, crowd-wise, from the Auburn side, well, but, well, let's just but, be honest. Now the Auburn fans were selling their tickets to us. We weren't, you okay. know, like we weren't stealing well, them or nothing. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, but also, you know, what, y'all, y'all's relationships maybe as broadcasters on Friday night or before the game or whatever. Well, I, I just, you know, from an Auburn perspective, when we went to the Legion Field, we always felt like that we were going to Alabama's um, home field because, okay. um, you know, we didn't play many games there. Alabama played a lot of games at Legion Field. Right. And um, so, you know, the Birmingham market is a little bit slanted toward Alabama, like the Montgomery market's a little bit mm-hmm. slanted toward Auburn. And mm-hmm. so uh, we – you know, we just felt like we were going to an away game. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it was nice that we had a lot of fans in the stands because, you know, every play, one half of the stadium would go crazy and the other half yeah. would be disappointed. So, uh, it was a, it was a great uh, – now, from that standpoint, the 50-50 fan base, I enjoyed that. Okay. Um, I thought that was great. I thought – that uh, that was a unique time in the in the rivalry, and uh, it, everybody enjoyed that. It was it was uh, you know real um, emotional. You know when you were playing, you you just you got a, you got a lot of uh, benefit from if you made a good play from your crowd getting excited. Mm-hmm. So um, that part was was a lot of fun. But um, of course, you know, like I said, when I played, Alabama was so good. It was it was difficult to to uh, have much success against them. But, um, you know, I'll I'll give you all a a fun little uh, fact. Uh, Alabama's quarterback my my senior year and his senior year was Stedman Sheely. Yes, it was. And Stedman and I competed against each other from from 10th grade up all the way through college. (laughs) Because he was a quarterback at Dothan High School. And I was mm-hmm. quarterback at Jeff Davis High School in Montgomery, mm-hmm. yep. and we competed in baseball. We competed in uh, in uh, basketball. We competed in football. We competed in track. <laughs> so uh, it was a it was a rivalry. And he's a great friend of mine. I mean, Stedman's a, a super dude, and and uh, was a great quarterback at Alabama. So I remember when Mal Moore was in my um, den and uh, was recruiting me. And I knew that Stedman was going to Alabama. And so I asked Coach Moore, I said, tell me the truth. Are y'all going to give me a chance at quarterback or are you going to, are you going to, uh, move me to defensive back? And he said, well, I, I can't tell you that, that we won't play you at defensive back because I knew Murray Leg and, and, yeah. uh, Tommy Wilcox and all these other high school Man. quarterbacks were playing defensive back for Alabama. So I told Coach Moore, I said, Coach, I want to play quarterback. I, I'm, you know, I, I know y'all have got Stedman coming, and you know, and and you're you're moving a lot of people to defensive back, but 
I appreciate it, but I, I think I'm going to go to Auburn where I can play quarterback. <laughs> oh, well, that worked out worked really out. well. Charlie, Absolutely. Charlie, let me Charlie, ask you this. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tom. Well, I, the thing I was going to ask Charlie or comment on Charlie is, uh, to me, that's been the great thing. Fans sometimes get carried away by this rivalry. Sometimes. And, uh, me, <laughs> We've been talking about right that. Me. We've been actually but, talking about that with the players. Well, the other thing, though, is the players, like Stedman and Charlie, tend to get along. You yeah. know, there's a great deal of respect there. And, oh, uh, yeah. Knock on wood, I don't ever remember a, a, a bad incident involving the players at the Iron Bowl. I just, there may have been some, and I just no, don't, I don't recall. remember. No, I never but I just recall. always admired the players for having so much respect for each other. No, even even when the games and a lot of times they come down and they're they can be heartbreaking the way the game ends. Yeah, and how they treat each other. And that's what we've been and talking then, about and with the see, players you know, earlier. At the end of the game, you'll see both teams come together and pray in the middle of the field, a lot of the players, yeah. you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's an awesome sight. Back with more of our Tailgate Talk conversation after this. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems. And going forward, we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect. At Ardmore Telephone, our proof is the test of time, running decades deep. We're Ardmore Telephone, and we are here to stay. For more details, call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of Community First. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Daly & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daly & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook too. Daly & Son Car Care, Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. 
The Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bama Zach Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide, along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship. Keep up with Athens and Limestone County sports with a Play Action Sports Report. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform, the Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net. This is the Big 1080 WKAC Athens. Welcome back to the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. Charlie, I wanted to ask you this because I, I don't remember what year you started uh, broadcasting, and I have no idea why this this particular game sticks out in my mind. But did you happen to call, and this would have been, I don't even know, late 80s, early 90s maybe, um, Auburn and Georgia Tech, and y'all and Auburn scored a late yeah, touchdown well, by yeah. the Tillman, 90s. Tillman, Tillman game. Tillman, yes. Tillman, Tillman, yeah. You were on that call, correct? <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story about that. When Tillman caught that pass on fourth down in yep. the back of the end zone. Jeff Burger. He was uh, out of bounds, and, wasn't he? Uh, I don't remember. And, and, <laughs> and Jim Fife, oh Jim Fife yelling, Tillman, Tillman, Tillman. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. almost fell out of the press box. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I was holding the back of his jacket to keep him in from falling down. He, was, he had both arms up and was yelling, Tillman, 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 and slipped. And almost fell out of the window wow. of the press box. That and that was strange. at Bobby Dodd, wasn't it? Yeah, Man. that was over at, at uh, in, Tech. In, I, Bur- I mean, uh, in Atlanta, <laughs> uh, you know, at at, uh, at Georgia Tech's home field. Sure was. That, wow. I have yeah. a terrible memory, but I was with a buddy of mine, Les Tucker. <laughs> we were in Birmingham on our way to an Alabama game. We'd stop somewhere, listening to it on the radio, of course, like Garcia back in the day. That was pretty much all you got. And, uh, and, 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 and me being an Alabama fan, I wanted y'all to lose. I'm not going to lie. But it was one of the greatest calls of all time. That, honestly, Todd, I have to tell you this. because it sticks with me. Um, Jim and, and Charlie could probably remember this as well. Everybody knew that that was the only game, and all the Alabama fans were listening to yes. it. Yeah. yeah. And they were, you know, Jim knew that, and when they scored that <laughs> touchdown, that's part he of the reason he punched. I say he he drove it home with enthusiasm. Well, that was, that's Auburn, Georgia Tech, <laughs> and plus know. it was yeah, Auburn, yeah, Georgia yeah, Tech. Yeah, and those, those that we miss those. We and do I, miss those. And I, and I remember, and and I want y'all to. I, I want to ask a question here because I know I get, I know y'all have met these guys and just about Larry Munson and John Wards and those guys that uh, that you got a chance to meet uh, as well as the the great Alabama and Auburn broadcasters. But Mr. Robert. I can even remember this. We go back to a time that Al- the the Alabama was in, I guess, maybe in Jackson or maybe it had been Oxford. They was playing Ole Miss, and the radio went out, and maybe oh. Bama was down 
And then when they came back on, maybe down 14, 21, this was during Coach Stallings' uh, era. And then when they came back yep. on, it wound up being it was 35 to – but we didn't know what was going, going on. on. You yep. didn't even have phones. You couldn't <laughs> tell what is going on. The broadcast is out. Next thing you know, Bama comes on. It was all for like a quarter or something. And so I can remember yeah. that still vividly today and going like, man, how, how it is cool to, for us to – we got it on the internet and we got TV all the time, but in a day and time where That's we it. didn't even know what was going on in, in I guess in Jackson. Yeah, that was in Jackson. Is that the game you're talking about where we fell behind twenty one to nothing? Yeah, yes, sir. And yes, came maybe. back and won like sixty two to yeah, twenty one. Yeah, yes, sir. Maybe yeah. Gary, Gary Hollins were okay, was well, the quarterback yep. then. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, but but anyway, what about the John Wards and the Larry Munsons? Because they're great characters. They are. And uh, just great voices for uh, Southeastern Conference. They really were, and such classy gentlemen, too. Uh, Larry could be kind of crotchety at times, <laughs> but he, he was a great guy, and I will never forget my uh, my son, who, who was part of our broadcast crew for a while as a statistician. He and I went to Alabama and Mississippi State over in Oxford, I mean in uh, Starkville, and coming home, I thought, well, let's turn on Munson and, and uh, Georgia was playing at Auburn uh, that night, and my son is listening to Larry, and just he he says this guy's awful. Said, this one? <laughs> and, and Larry then starts talking about they're spitting venom at us, and I think the game went to overtime, and Georgia finally did win. But by the end of the broadcast, by the time we got back to Tuscaloosa, Brian was convinced that. This was uh, maybe the greatest broadcaster he'd ever heard. I mean, there was no doubt because we've got the ball. We're running right. We're running left. You know, he he knew. I guess he he was the biggest Georgia fan of all yes, in the sir. first place. Uh-huh. Uh, but so many great lines uh, going to Knoxville and and uh, kicking him in the face with a hobnail boot. boot. You know, yeah. just so many great lines he had. Run, and Ward. Run. John was more of a uh, straight-down-the-middle type guy. Mm-hmm. But, oh, the, the, the way he could call a game, and uh, I despise hearing him say, give, give the ball six. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> just called uh, every time I heard it. But we all that did. was one of his trademarks. And see, they played, and they would play at noon uh, pretty much every Saturday. Yeah. So, and we live here in North Alabama. So Pulaski, we yeah. we get yeah, we them on radio. So we're we. My dad is listening to that, and then we can then we're getting Alabama, and we're listening to Auburn. So we we grew up with you guys. And uh, Charlie, what about the first uh, Iron Bowl in Auburn? Uh, I, I mean, what was what was that yeah. set that stage for us? Yeah, that that was nineteen eighty nine, and Pat I, yes. um, you know, worked real real hard to get that that game in Auburn and he finally did and I tell you what calling that game and just from the start of that day uh the atmosphere was just uh over uh, you know it was it, it was o- over the over the uh fever pitch I, mean, I imagine yes yeah they had tiger walk and there were thousands and thousands and throngs of people and uh, there were there were as many people that couldn't get in the game that were outside the stadium as there were inside the mm. stadium, wow. and uh, it was so exciting for Auburn fans to finally get a, uh, a to play you know a, a game against Alabama in Auburn. It was uh, it was it was like 
it was almost surreal. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alabama came in, if I remember right, Tom. I Alabama see. came in undefeated. They were. Yep. And yep. and uh, Auburn was able to get the win that day, uh, which was uh, you know a monumental task against that particular Alabama team because Auburn was not undefeated. I think Auburn had a loss or two. Yep. And uh, yep. And you know so, but it, it was it was remarkable. To see, just finally see that game on a home and home basis. Coach Dye always takes credit for the stadium upgrades in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> he says that if he hadn't changed the game to a home and home basis, Alabama would still be playing in Birmingham, and uh, they, you know they they wouldn't have done all the things they've done at at Bryant Denny. So um, he's uh, he's, got, he's got a little bit. Of, he's, I think there's a little bit of truth in that. Oh, well, that's I don't so think true. There's I, any doubt about it. I guess you because know, the big games had to be played in Birmingham because of the seating capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then, as as Coach Dye said, we started uh, uh, expanding the stadium to the point where it was so much bigger than Legion Field that it became an easy easy choice to play all the games in Tuscaloosa. Yes, and as much as I loved Legion Field and those Iron Bowls were supposedly a 50-50 split, there's nothing like playing on a college campus. Oh, and yeah, I maintain, yeah, nothing. you know, people talk about the noise, the fans at LSU and how much noise they can make during the game. When Alabama plays Auburn at Jordan-Hare, it is the loudest you're ever going to hear anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Yes. Yes, I agree. Well, I got, I got it, Charlie. I've got to admit, this is Tom again, the Auburn fan. I, I, I kind of back when we were uh, Georgia back and forth, you know, equal kind of wins. I respected Georgia, and I, it wasn't that big of a deal. But I got a hold to a uh, a smart aleck flight attendant one day who was a Georgia graduate, and by the time our conversation ended, I despise them. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> they are at like the lowest yeah. of the low as far as I'm concerned. Oh wow! <laughs> and and I love yeah. my I love my Bama fan friends. That I to the point where I don't even I I hope Georgia don't win another game as long as they play. <laughs> was 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 Georgia that big a rival with Auburn even back in your day? Well, they were because um, and that, well, they were not as big as Alabama. Alabama game took a different. Uh, it took on a different, uh, you know, character and meaning. But the Georgia game was so big because we had so many players on our team from Georgia. Yes, yeah. uh, Auburn mm-hmm. recruited big time in Georgia, and we, like I said, Weave Andrews was from Georgia. Jace Brooks was from Georgia. A lot of people that we had on our team played high school ball against some of those players that played for Georgia. And I remember in 1979 we went over there. And uh, we we beat Georgia pretty good, but um, before the game, it, we almost had a riot um, with, between the the players on both teams. They came together at midfield. You know, we had the captains, and then um, the something happened, and both both teams just left the sidelines and came out to the midfield and were pushing each other and yelling and, and screaming and. And and the referees had to separate us. The coaches had to separate us, and everything. So it was not a friendly rivalry. You know, they talk about Georgia and Auburn having all these commonalities because, like Pat Dye played at yeah. Georgia and yeah. Shug Jordan yeah. coached at Georgia for a while, and Coach you know, Dooley. Then mm-hmm. Vince Dooley played at Auburn, and you know, all these things, different things. And but but you know, when it gets right down to it. 
it's a fairly nasty rivalry. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, unlike the Alabama, you don't ever think about, um, you know, fighting an Alabama player mm-hmm. if you're an Auburn player. No. But, you know, that's Fans not out fight. of the question when you talk about George. <laughs> oh, really? Well, it's kind of like Alabama against Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for, for years and years and years, Tennessee was my biggest rival. Um, and 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 rightly so because they were nasty. <laughs> uh, but but things changed in that regard. I, I got to admit, Charlie and all you guys, uh, the year that Cam came to Tuscaloosa and uh, and beat us. Uh, right. Auburn, Auburn went to the top of my list at that point of, of the team I wanted to beat uh, the most. And it, <laughs> and it's, it's still. I'm with you, bro. And then again, you. y'all have beaten. Uh, Tennessee so many times in a row that yeah, that yeah. is taking that's yeah. taking a little luster off that rivalry. Uh, Char- yeah, Charlie, did y'all ever wear orange jerseys? They, uh, did y'all did. bust them out sometimes? I'm I'm just asking. They, yes. they we wore we wore we wore orange jerseys twice. Twice. Uh, we wore them once in '78, uh, and we played against Georgia. Georgia was going to go to the Sugar Bowl because the last team, uh, you know. In other words, Alabama and Georgia would have had the same record, been undefeated in the SEC, but Alabama had been to the Sugar Bowl before, the year before, so um, Georgia was going to, you know, get to get to go if we didn't beat them. Mm-hmm. But we ended up, they didn't have a playoff, you know, a, a overtime, uh, so we ended up tying them 22-22. Mm. Yes. And, wow, uh, I forgot it, that. It put Alabama back in the Sugar Bowl. Oh. Thank you, thank you. Hey, hey did, I, I was just thinking because they busted out some orange face masks a couple of weeks ago, and that was that. And I guess that's a little throwback or whatever. But it looked it it was really creative. I liked it. It was a cool look. So I did, and it I kind of wondered. I thought, and I thought back in the day because again, it's radio, so you're and the and the great voices could paint such a great picture of the games. Y'all did, you, and and Tom, you've done, Mister Roberts, you've done this, and y'all y'all do a great job of it. And Charlie, you've been great on the radio <coughs> after your great career at Auburn, and Y'all have done a great job of, of painting the picture of what's going on there. So I think I could vividly remember our Auburn wearing yeah. orange jerseys. So anyway. Uh, y'all were talking about uh, sharing Legion Field. I can remember is 72 or 73. I went to a uh, – I had tickets to an Alabama game. Well, Auburn played the early game there and so I think they played Oregon. I remember that. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. And oh, then uh, uh and then I think Alabama played California after that. So we're we're sitting standing outside Legion Field, you know, waiting for the game to be over with. Then they have to clear out the stadium, you know, get everybody Man. out and then yeah, we I get to that. come in and I'm uh, I I was like, Man, that's you talk about bygone days and things, you know. I, I don't know that that ever happens anymore. Well, 72 was the punt, Bama punt, and the only thing I remember about that is my dad standing outside the front porch yelling War Eagle at my uncle who lived a couple of lived an acre over. <laughs> yeah. That's, but that's, that's how long ago that's been. I mean, I was a little fella then. I didn't start getting into it around 75, 76. Yeah. Yeah. And I, re- I remember going to I saw I was at Coach Bryant's last game at the Liberty Bowl and it was it was so cold that oh, night. Yeah. We, we, oh, yeah. we 
Oh, we uh, our our football coach took our. Uh, I was a manager, and they we went on a high school bus from Elkmont to Memphis, Tennessee, and I can. Remember oh my goodness! It was. Uh, <laughs> that had to hurt you behind. It was that old red bus that we had painted. You know, one of them that was out of service, and yeah. it had that Red Devil bus painted. And yeah. It was red, and we drove, and it had no heat or nothing. And wow. I can, I mean, I can remember pulling back into the high school at like five in the morning but uh <laughs> man just just the it's great so worth it now though right? it is yes it, and but just so many things y'all have got to experience and see yeah. and people you've met yeah the love of the game is exactly why i did that um you know when i was when i was asked to do the play by the, the color commentary uh and, and with jim fife doing the play-by-play mm. it's funny because jim fife called me i was in law school and he asked me if I wanted to do the, the color. And I said, sure. I uh, thought it would be a lot of fun. And uh, and and uh, so that was in the winter. And so I, I came down to do the spring game and found out that it wasn't me that was going to do the color, but we were having a tryout. Oh. <laughs> and there, were, there, were, there were like five people trying out. It was Alvin Bressler and Randy Walls and me and, like two or three other people, Lee Gross and some other people. Oh, wow. And so we all, each of us did a quarter or a part of a quarter, and then they decided later who the, the co- you know, and I had already told my family that I was the color commentator. <laughs> At least you didn't put it on social media back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. No, yeah. no, that's true. That's no true. no Twitter oh. or anything to, to worry about. It wouldn't have been the same, Charlie. It wouldn't have been the same not knowing that. I mean, that, yeah, that it, is, that's a, a wonderful such a story. Great, such a great oh. voice for Auburn. Yeah. That's what yes. I'm saying. Y'all guys, and, and I know you know it, but I don't know how much you really know it, the, the memories – and great times that y'all provided all of us. For little old people like us. I mean, um, whether Charlie was me listening to that Georgia Tech-Auburn game and wanting y'all to get beat so bad, (laughs) and then y'all having to to listen to that wonderful, you know, call of Tim and Tim and Tim, and, you know, Tom, you you know, you, I guess you were the director of Crimson Tide Network straight out of the gate. If not, I mean, you were very instrumental in, in, in all of that. And the calls that you've made over the years, and the shows that you've done with Coach Bryant and, and Saban, and um, just thank y'all, really. Yeah, man, yeah, well, thank y'all. I don't well, know. It, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, neither one of us can leave without uh, me saying "Roll Tide." Yep, Charlie. I want. <laughs> I want to hear it, brother. I want to hear it, man. Let it rip. Absolutely, War Eagle. All right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Hey, uh, thanks a lot. Two legends on the phone. Uh, yeah. We can't. Yeah. I mean, we're in awe, gentlemen. Thank you so much. So. Yeah, yeah. And we wouldn't, and I wouldn't trade anything uh, if I could go back and say I could watch every game on TV. Man, the, no. the, the the memories yeah. of, of me just getting to listen, you know, to a fifty, even yeah. you know, in baseball games in summer times with the with the greats, and could all you know pick mm-hmm. up Detroit and St. Louis and Cincinnati and Atlanta. And, and and listening to every college football game on, and then looking forward to Sunday afternoons, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I think yep. it even started for us. We'd even watch the Alabama A and M football show oh, uh, yes. in the morning before <laughs> church, and then and then we get afternoon Saturday and su- uh, Sunday afternoon we'd get the Auburn and Alabama pre. We'd get both the 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 shows on uh, on uh, channel thirty one. It was just yeah. great, great memories. Yeah. So thank y'all for providing those. Thanks, gentlemen. Well, guys, it's been a great pleasure, and and Tom, it's great to talk to you again, and and uh, good luck to all of you, and and uh, War Eagle, War Eagle, buddy. Uh, yeah. Y'all have a good, good, luck, good luck to all of you guys, and uh, I'll say it again: roll tide. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Tom Roberts and Charlie Tribe. I can't get it out. I'm still in awe. It's a great interview, guys. Good job. It's time to take a quick break. We're going to go over here and uh, breathe. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. And you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate, talking WKAC, the Big 1080. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Are you getting the propane service you deserve? At Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore, you always get the most value for your dollar, professional gas personnel who make safety a high priority, and you can always get in touch with them any day of the year at any time. They accept Visa and MasterCard, too. So if you're not happy with your present propane supplier, join the many who have made the switch. Give Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore a call at 256-423-3320. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right i've got a math question for you when you add tolerance subtract prejudice and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect what do you get less division and school sports have it down to a science looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us look no further than high school sports in alabama This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Be listening for Limestone County Area High School Basketball this season from Play Action Sports. Hear coverage of girls and boys action from ABS, Ardmore, Clements, East Limestone, Elkmont, James Clemens, Lindsey Lane, Tanner, and West Limestone online at pasnetwork.net or on your Play Action Sports app. Afterwards, you can download each game from the archives or stream it on demand. While you're there, check out our schedule of upcoming games. Limestone County Area High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the number 25 from the 1972 Amazings. Yeah. Amazings, not Amazings. There's no G on the end of the Amazings. Mr. Roger Mitchell. Roger, welcome to Applebee's Tailgate talking to Big War Eagle. War Eagle, to y'all. <laughs> My you, pleasure. Buddy, I seen that picture. You know, uh, Bill Newton's got the punt blocked, but if he had missed it, you were. 
like two stories in the air <laughs> above the Alabama. Well, One of you guys was going to get that punt. The, the, the first punt of that game that day, uh, I, I did try to go over the protector, and I pretty much cleared him. He, he squatted down a little bit to deliver the blow, and I went right over him. And I didn't really get the ball cleanly. I just brushed it. It went about 25 yards. And on something like that, you only really get one chance. So I knew the next time I was going to get hammered. <laughs> it did kind of uh, open it up. And uh, my old coach, Bill Oliver, was up in the press box. And, and he knew I could block punts. And he knew our defense could block punts. So uh, uh, it, it kind of set everything up. And I was just very, very lucky and happy to be a small part of it. Now, did you not also block up an extra point on one of the touchdowns? Yeah, the, the, the first touchdown of the game that they scored, I did uh, block an extra point, came from outside, and, and it and it proved to be, uh, uh, you know, pretty significant. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would say that. Alabama pretty much you know, stifled the offense most of the day. The defense had played tough, and and it was it sixteen to nothing. You guys had driven down late in the fourth quarter, and Coach Jordan decides to kick a field goal, and everybody's looking at him. You know, why are you kicking a field goal? You're down sixteen to nothing. But once again, that thing, that field goal proved to be yeah. pivotal, pivotal in that come out, outcome of the game. Uh, coach Jordan was uh, old school, great, great coach. He he never really got the credit that uh, he deserved because of uh, Coach Brian right across the state. Uh, but he believed in defense, and, and he uh, he just believed if you hung in there and played good defense, you would have a chance, and special teams. I mean, you, you know, we that year we we finished 10-1, and one and uh, you know, we, we definitely won uh, a lot of good defensive battles. We didn't uh, blow anybody out, but... Uh, we played good, solid defense. We had great kicking game, and uh, our offense was hard nosed and didn't turn the ball over. And it's funny because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I'm, I've been an Auburn fan since I was a kid, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Pat Sullivan and Terry Beasley had graduated the year before, so nobody was really giving you guys much of a chance to uh, play uh, solid football. And that's, I think, that's why Coach Jordan dubbed you guys the Amazons. Well, uh, that's true, uh, but we we um, got blown out of the game against Alabama in 71 uh, against the Wishbone. Uh-huh. Mighty good team. And, and then Oklahoma tore us up in the Sugar Bowl running the Wishbone. They were unbelievable running. Uh, so about a week after that game, when we started our winter workout, um, we, we learned how to stop the wishbone. <laughs> I mean, it was just, we, uh, we didn't know what we were going to have. We knew we were going to be hard-nosed and we're going to have to run the ball. So we went number one defense against the number one offense, uh, quarter after quarter, hmm. scrimmage after scrimmage, and, and we found some that uh, weren't afraid to play. That's good. One of them boys that wasn't afraid to play was Mr. Terry Henley. Uh, do you do you get to? I hear him occasionally on the radio down out of out of JOX out of the Birmingham area. Do you get to? Do you talk to him too we, much these days? Yes, yes, we stay in, in uh, close contact. He Terry is, was a, just a 
tough, tough as nails, tail back. He wasn't, he wasn't uh, flashy. He wasn't uh, that fast. But when his time came, uh, we had a, a great tailback, potential All-American in Harry Younger, who got injured before that year. And uh, Terry just stepped up. And, and I remember one, one scrimmage in particular, he had about 70 carries. Wow. And I mean, it, we, it was the same play over and over. And they would stand up and say, okay, we're going to wow. run it right there on two. <laughs> and, and um. you know, we would kill him. We had uh, you know, Burnage and Newton. I mean, we, we had some studs on defense. And he would get up, and he would turn around and point and say, I'm coming right back the next play. He hauled in, I'm coming right back. So, you know, you, you just got to tip your hat to somebody that's that gritty. Okay. So, we we'll go back to the punt, Bama punt game. You guys are uh, – you, you've blocked the first punt, and now it's uh, 16 to, to – uh, Three, no, well, ten. sixteen to ten yeah, at that, that point. point sixteen yeah. to ten. Sure was. The defense, mm-hmm. you, you're on the defense too. It has to, if I'm not mistaken, you're playing cornerback. You've got to come out and stop Alabama again. What, what was the attitude of the football team going on the field before that, before the punt that was blocked on that on that last drive? Well, they had been. They were trying to stop the, you know, run the clock. Son. They were definitely trying to run the clock, and uh, it was about a third and three. And Danny Sandsbury and Mike Neal shot the gap, and we we got the quarterback behind the line of scrimmage and made him punt. Uh, and believe it or not, before the punt, uh, Alabama called a timeout, and and that was just to you know make sure they had the blocking scheme down. And and Coach Paul Davis, our defensive coordinator, was about to try to set up a return, I said, no, sir. We, we blocked it. We're going to block it. And um, ran back in, and, and they they were ready for us, but, you know, I told Langer before that, I said, you hang back, because I'm going for it. They're going to block me, and, I, and, and we all just, you know, I said, somebody going to get it up the middle. You you be ready. And of course, he just, he just caught it on stride. It wasn't anybody going to catch him. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> well, that was, uh, that was the last year of an Auburn win for the next 10 seasons. So, I mean, I'm growing up through high school. And I've got these guys like Todd over here standing next to me, you know. They're, yeah. This, oh. You know, this national championship '76, and then you know for the Alabama guys, and you know, and I was I was a young fella when the when the '72 when the punt punts were blocked, but uh, you know, until Bo Jackson yeah. went over the top, you know, I had really not understood a full adult <laughs> grown up victory. So uh, kudos to you guys for 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 your uh, for your toughness and and actually coming back and winning that football game. Well, we um, we were embarrassed before the game. We couldn't believe they were sixteen point favorites. Um, we 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 knew we were tough, and uh, you know we we knew we could play with them. And uh, I I believe what made us so good is that everybody on the team believed we were going to win every game, no matter what. Uh, we chat, and the media would call us. You, you know, we weren't favored in but like two or three games all year, 
and we just continue to kick everybody's butt except one. <laughs> LSU, LSU caught us at the right time, and uh, we, they, I mean, they they played a great game, and we uh, we had some injuries, and we're weak that night, and they just whipped us. But um, we we were hoping we might get them in the bowl game, but then we got Colorado, who had been ranked number one most of the year, and. They were ugly in the banquet, so we we just kicked their behind too. There you go. Don't never be ugly in the banquet. That's right. That's great. Oh, Roger. Hey, this is Ty. So. Um, I won't congratulate you on punt, man. A punt, but no, I'm seasoned, man. That was, uh, you know, I was a younger guy too. I was about seven, and um, but obviously through the years, I've seen plenty of video of it. Um, I'd be interested to, to know what your thoughts are with what's going on down there now, and and you know, with you know, especially coming off that bad loss last week, uh, um, it surprised me. I left the house, y'all were up, and just assumed y'all were going to win, and then I made my son were out walking around and. Kept up with it on the phone and was and was shocked like everybody else. Well, we're uh, we're we're not playing Auburn football right now, and uh, we we've got to find out why. We got to fix it and fix it fast because there's uh, there's no week off anymore. Everybody's good enough to whip you, but uh, that's as bad a loss as a loss as I ever remember. Yeah, and I was watching it with a lot of uh, my teammates. Um, and everybody was just kind of in shock. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, we, we've got to make sure that, you know, everybody's hollering about need a coaching change, need this, need that. Uh, there's no need to make a coaching change unless you're absolutely certain you can better yourself. And, um, we, you know, we've got – We've got to be sure that we can better ourselves, and and uh, if there is a change to be made, but we, you know, we just can't. You can't let the foot off the pedal. You you just can't. You just gotta. Uh, you know, Alabama's got it going on, but they don't win every week because they're Alabama. They win every week because they're prepared and they play hard and they play tough and they don't make mistakes. And uh, that's what we have to be, and, and uh, we we just gotta get back to it. Oh yes, sir. Yeah, and playing Arkansas today, that'd be a good opportunity. Um, they're kind of behind the eight ball themselves, and Coach Bloom is, you know, kind of on it that hot seat be. as well. You know, so yeah. So uh, you know, I, I I think Auburn will turn it around today, and and that was a great point a while ago about talking about. You know, the coaching change, you know, a lot of people. And, and listen, we've all, you know, we, Alabama's through those years. It's a cycle deal, you know. Everybody goes up and down. But um, that's a great point about, you know, you can't, you know, there's no sense of changing the coach, if, like you said, if you can't better yourself or your program through that. So um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what y'all do. And, and uh, listen, as, as big as an Alabama fan as I am and, you know, I take joy, and you know, I'm not gonna. I won't say take joy. That's not a good word. That wasn't. What are you trying to say? Time. I don't know. I mean, no, I'm not gonna say. Listen, obviously, you know, y'all don't root for us, and we don't root for y'all. But it makes it a lot more fun when both teams are good, and when that iron bowl comes down to you know something important, like you know going to the ACC championship game or something. So, um, not saying I'm rooting for y'all, but at the same time, I'm saying you know I hope y'all do kind of turn it around. So uh, I you know, understand. You know what I mean. So, <laughs> I totally understand. I, I will say this: that over the years, uh, having met a lot of the Alabama 
players that we played against, there was always a mutual respect no, among the players. And, and no, make no mistake, that's the, that's the game you wanted to win more than any. You wanted to win every game, but, I mean, that that was one that had the most pressure. Yeah. Hey, but, Ro- Roger, this is Tom. I had to get that microphone back from Todd. He's, he's driving me crazy over here. <laughs> now, looking forward, like you're talking about, uh, we can't as a, as an Auburn fan. Uh, I seen it in the the 2013 national championship game against Florida State. We took the put, foot off the pedal. Yeah, um, you know yeah. other games that we played, we've taken the foot off the pedal. And I got news for you: my son played against Coach Chip Lindsey when he coached at Carbert Heights. And Coach Lindsey didn't take the foot off the pedal. <laughs> they, they beat us like redheaded stepchildren, oh, man. Hey. No offense to redheaded stepchildren out there. But they, beat, they beat us like a drum. In the fourth quarter, he's still throwing bombs. You know, I don't, I don't know exactly. We, we've got to get Tetway back being yeah. a hammer. Yeah. And he, he, yeah. he's, he has not been able to help us this year. He's been... Uh, you know, I'd say fifty to sixty percent. He hadn't even been a sniff of his of himself. And we got to this day and time, you got to give a, a, a smaller back a little bit of a break every now and then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we need that hammer. Got to have the base. If you're going to run it 17 straight times um, on first stand, you better have a hammer. <laughs> That's a yes, great sir. point. That's just a wonderful point. Yes, sir. I'm, I'll get over here and wipe this smile on my face. I've got slobber in my ear. I'm grinning from ear to ear so man. much, man. That's awesome. You've been listening to Tailgate Talking to BKAC, the Big Ten 80. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com.
Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. So, how are the kids? Well, Emily made the honor roll. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we're really proud of her. Tyler, on the other hand, though. What's going on? He's been moody lately, just feeling down and not like himself. Oh, we've been there. Nick was struggling last spring. He was so anxious and stressed. Really? What helped? Well, he joined the soccer team. And ever since, he's been a lot happier. He has more energy, he's less stressed, and he's definitely in a better mood at home. It's made a huge difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting out of the house, he's getting some exercise, and he's off his phone for once. It's been good for his mental health. Sounds like it's been good for your mental health, too. Participating in Alabama high school sports improves students' physical and mental health. Encourage your son or daughter to get involved. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. The world is changing. The Tailgate Talk app has changed. It's got a new name and a new look. It's now known as PAS Plus, and it's your home for Applebee's Tailgate Talk, along with James Clement Sports and Calhoun Basketball. Change never heard, huh? Look for the download links at pasnetwork.net or tailgatetalk.net. PAS Plus, play action sports, plus a little extra. PAS Plus, from play action sports. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. We have on the hotline former Bama kicker Jeremy Shelley. Jeremy, welcome to the show. I'm, I'm, my name's Tom McClung. I'm the only Auburn fan here on the show. So, uh, But, man, well, welcome to Tailgate Talk, dude. We, we're glad you can make it. Hey, Roll Tide. Thank you guys for having me. I really roll, appreciate it. Roll, roll We'll say Roll Tide because we had to hear the, me and Leard say the other thing earlier. So uh, we'll, 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 we'll definitely give a big Roll Tide. Cussing on air like yeah. that. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, before we start off right now, we see you're from North Carolina. You played ba- football in Alabama, but now you're in Boston, Massachusetts. What are you doing up in Boston? I am. I am. Well, uh, you know, shortly after my uh, my football career uh, came came through completion, uh, did a little work in Atlanta, and then now doing uh, some software sales in, in Boston. And, boy, it uh, it is Totally different than uh, than being down there in the warm sunny God. south. We had, uh, had had us some snow had us some snow late Thursday night already, and uh, it's all drying up now. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's a little cold down here, but we're definitely not seeing any snow right Man, now. So, no, y'all so can you, have it. Bro. You can have that snow up there, buddy. <laughs> hey, I figured. I figured you guys don't want it, so we're no. gonna take it off for you. Thank you. Hey, we we uh, uh, how was it down there? You, you were part of three national championship teams. That's that's pretty good deal being down there and uh, getting three national championship rings. How was it playing for Coach Saban and being part of those championship teams? Well, it was, it was unbelievable. And, uh, you know, I was very fortunate, uh, obviously, with my timing uh, to, to come out of there with uh, with three national championships. You know, it's nothing that that anybody could have ever expected. Um, you know, going to school, it, it, you know, you really. You hope that you can get one of those rings, um, and and to go in there, of course, like you said, get three of, across four years. 
um, unheard of, unprecedented, and, uh, and it was really a, an honor to be a part of that group. Um, it was uh, it was very exciting for me. Um, I actually, you know, did not personally grow up necessarily an Alabama fan, um, coming from Raleigh, North Carolina, like you said. Um, so, so being immersed in that culture and then um, watching that culture expand, um, you know, as, as we were winning, was was really cool. That fan, seeing the fan base and uh, and. And then the guys who live in the locker room, I know you mentioned, uh, you know, playing for Saban, um, you know, really, really great time. Um, he obviously is, uh, is, is one of, if not the best recruiter in the nation. Um, and, so, and so not only having coached there, um, you know, through, through his you know, coaching abilities and his support and his, uh, his experience over the years, but bringing in a lot of really good guys in the locker room who are going to work cohesively. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of credit to, uh, to our success um, as good of a family as we were within that locker room. Well, now, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You know, Alabama in recent years has just been plagued with you, kicker you, you had my question. You had my question. You know, I'm going to say you were the last dependable kicker I, in my mind that, that Alabama has had. Now, you know, kickers are going to have their struggles, and, and you had one with a particular 9-6 to six game that comes to mind. But then, sure. you they know, you were dead. Kicks in the national championship. But the national game. championship came back big. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, you know, um, like you said, I mean, things are going to um, be things are going to be up and down. Uh, you know, I think that uh, it's a lot of credit to the guys who who have been been coming in and playing. And I think you know, with with I guess the the foreseen gap that um, that there has been in the position, you know, I go on the ledge to say that that some of these guys are feeling even a little more pressure. Um, you know, I'd say thankfully as well. Um, you know, the team doesn't seem to have been greatly um, you know impacted. Any uh, any major missed kicks? Um, you know, I think uh, national championship last year um, might have been a, an easy way to finish out the game, but then we wouldn't have yeah, uh, yeah. two and twenty six, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I want to go back real quick to the re- to the recruiting process you were talking about. Now, were you the first year you were there? Were you on scholarship? I was not. So I was actually okay. uh, brought on as a recruiter walk on. Um, okay. And, uh, and and maintain that status throughout my career. Um, oh, I so, didn't realize that. So I was able to, yeah. So I was able to uh, to come in, um, actually uh, learn a lot um, behind Lee Tiffin. Um, he was a senior my freshman year and an yeah. All American. And uh, and between him, uh, Brian Selman and uh, PJ Fitzgerald, our specialists at the time, all seniors. Um, you know, to to really, um, it, it was very beneficial for me to get my feet wet traveling with them. They'd been through the ropes. They'd seen all the stadiums. They uh, yeah. they knew what they were getting into. So I got to actually uh, you know ride the pine for that first year, which was uh, you know a blessing by all means. Um, got to get immersed in the atmosphere and uh, and what the SEC is all about. Um, to uh, to subsequently you know earn earn my job over the next spring and summer to uh, to share some time with Cade there. We'll be back with more of our tailgate talk conversation after this. If you're looking for an alternative to the insane prices of buying furniture, appliances, and electronics outright, why not consider Rent to Own at Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens? High quality at low prices. Top brands like GE, Maytag, Samsung, and Ashley. No credit approval and flexible payment options. See what you can take home today. Visit Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens at 600 South Jefferson Street in the Athens Shopping Center. Go online to BuddyRents.com or call 206-9505. Buddy's Home Furnishings. 
Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Addiction can have a crippling effect on everyone involved, leading to health problems and behavioral disorders. SOAR Addiction Recovery can help with their comprehensive and confidential treatment. SOAR understands the heartache and pain of addiction and can empower you to re-engage in a meaningful life. If you or someone you know needs help, don't wait. Call SOAR Addiction Recovery. That's S-O-A-R at 374-3858. Located at 30521 Ardmore Avenue in Ardmore, it's time for you to soar. Call now, 374-3858. Soar Addiction Recovery. The Bamazak Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bamazak Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide, along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bamazak Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bamazak Memorial Scholarship. Need custom screen printing or other promotional products? Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more in Athens is, well, gotcha covered. Screen printing, promotional items, stickers, graphic design, vinyl for signs and garments, and other customized products. They also offer local pickup and delivery services, rush orders, volume discounts, and can customize any project to meet your needs. Gotcha Covered guarantees to get the job done and will work hard to make sure you're completely satisfied. Call today, 444-4500, or stop by and see them at 800 Highway 72 West, Sweet K in Athens. Got your covered screen. I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is... I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Check out the WKAC Sports page. Go to WKAC1080.com and click on the WKAC Sports icon. You can listen to the current sports stream as well as game archives, past coaches shows, and Applebee's Tailgate Talk on demand. If you're on your smartphone, you can stay automatically updated as new items are posted. The WKAC Sports page, another reason why your best source for Limestone County sports is WKAC1080.com and 1080WKAC. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080WKAC. So so kicking in big stadiums like that, obviously 
you never done it until you got in there. And it was that was awesome and a blessing that, that you had to have that you got that f- first year, full year um, to watch and learn and grow. But you know, going out in front of a hundred and something plus thousand people, millions on national TV, if you if you could kind of let explain to us like the mindset, you know, are, are you picturing sure. yourself just in practice, just a regular old field goal? I mean, because I know you obviously, especially in the game winning situation. Or, or tying or whatever it might be, I mean, that, that pressure's got to be there, but how do you deal with that? You know, I've got a, I got a pretty good story for you that'll put it in perspective for you. Um, in 09, I, you know, this is probably a kick that, that most people don't remember from me, uh, but my freshman year in 09, I actually got to uh, make my debut against UT Chattanooga. I believe it was late in the fourth quarter, maybe mid-fourth quarter, um, and uh, we were up, we had to be up by about 40 points. Um, stadium was uh, was already thinning out, and then I got thrown in as the as the lone freshman. To put it in perspective for you, I, uh, I subsequently missed the kick short because I kicked the ground about three inches deep like a golf shot. <laughs> oh, uh, to, to, to the fact that, that I couldn't feel my legs when I got out on the field. Oh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah the, the, that, uh, that was all nerves. Um, I will say, you know, uh, I actually had the opportunity to uh, to hit uh, an extra point and a, and a kickoff later in that game, and then of course start for three years after that. Never had the feeling again. Um, so oh. so it does go back to, to what you said. I mean, it's uh, I think the first time you go out there, uh, it is obviously a very very new experience, um, and and like I said, to the point where I could not feel my legs. Um, but but as it went as it went on, um, and you start playing in, in some of the biggest games of your of your career. Um, and, and I'm speaking towards, you know, LSU uh, National Championship, um, National Championship against Notre Dame. Um, yeah. And, and, and it, it gets to the point where, um, you know, you are comfortable and you are, um, you know, I would say, you know, more, more cocky and more, uh, you, you know, you have more belief in yourself. And so that really goes a long way um, as you develop in your career. I, and I would think it would be a lot like being on radio. You can't think about all those millions of listeners out well, there. Yeah, and we got them. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you just got to think, <laughs> it's just me talking to one person. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, and, 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 and there's nothing the fans are going to, um, you know, really do do to impact the play anyways, right? So, yeah, so at the end true. of the day, it's you. And, and as a kicker, you are out there kind of on your island. So, yeah. so it's you, it's your snapper and your holder, and your guys protecting you. And that's uh, going to get the job done. Okay, okay, Jimmy. I'm I got season tickets, so I'm at every home game except for today. Coach Saban's probably gonna be mad that I did. I took the week <laughs> off. You know, I, we I am I have I do help a local high school team up here, and we had a late game last night, so it was hard to make that uh-huh. late game. But uh, you know, we're sitting there, and and I see where you made 172 extra points. How many extra points did you miss? Do you remember at Alabama? Um, I believe. It would be roughly two to three. Maybe okay, I was four. hoping you was going to say good. zero. And still, then I could, no, that's still no, pretty good. Out out but we've seen this year Alabama's went through two kickers, Austin Jones and Joe Bulvis. You know, and you just think, you know, last year I don't think they had a miss extra point, and this year they've had at least yeah. five or six. You know, does that just get in your head, Jeremy, that, you know, while you missed one and then you go out there and miss two in a row, you know – is it, how do you block that out and just say, you know, you know, I don't know if it's a bad snap or you just, maybe you just kicked it there, but how do you just get that completely blocked out and block out the crowd because the crowd's getting all upset and everything that, hey, mm-hmm. I can do this. This is my job. One job, I'm going to do it. Well, you know, I can't, I can't directly speak for them, of course. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in my, in my experience, uh, 
you know, misses are gonna happen. Yeah. Um, you're not you're not you're not gonna make every every single kick you go out there to make, and and unfortunately, you know, sometimes you learn that the hard way. Um, but at the end of the day, um, it's it, it, it's an age old story, and I, and I know that people are more more uh, comfortable thinking about it in the quarterback perspective. But you really have to uh, to, to go out and play like uh, every play has a history of a, and a life of its own. And uh, and I think that there really is a of uh, great importance to that to that short term memory, being able to flip that off, know what you did wrong, know how to improve, but also know that your uh, your mechanics and your training and all the time that you put in to get to where you are is going to get you to uh, to be successful going forward. Well, let me ask you this real quick, Raleigh, North Carolina. So, were you an NC State Duke or Tar Heel fan? Basketball. So I was a, <laughs> oh, I was a, uh, I was an NC State fan by all means. My, uh, my father had the, yeah, my father was a uh, NC State grad, um, and uh, and happened to be there uh, in the Jimmy V days. So big oh, Jim wow. Valvano fan, and uh, and you know, led to uh, to us supporting the the, the Wolf Pack. My uh, basically my entire life until I uh, I found my own connection. Wow. All right, there you go. Well, I'm a Tar Heel guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but but having all those skills that close together and having those rivalries, especially back back then um, when they were all three so good, man, year in year out, um, that had to be a lot of fun. Oh, oh it was a ton of fun. And, and to be honest, you know, going into Alabama and, and the stories that I knew around it, obviously, again, had not been uh, immersed in the uh, in the atmosphere yet, but. Um, knowing the stories I knew around it, I thought it was going to be relatively the same. You know, the, the Carolina Dukes, right? The, the Duke Wake Forest and, and Carolina back in the day. And yeah, Dave showing a little bit of an appearance here here and there. Um, and, and I will tell you guys, it blows it to the water. Um, having that uh, that Iron Bowl week and uh, and the fans and, and how much uh, how much hype they bring to the game and, and how much energy they bring to the stadium on game day, it, it's unmatched. Wow. Well, being that this is our week early Iron Bowl show, let's get a favorite uh, Iron Bowl memory from you. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, I've actually got – I'd say I've got a couple. Okay. Uh, My first first actual uh, Alabama game um, when I was was a recruit, I I will say, was the 08 Iron Bowl. So – 36 nothing uh, after, I believe it was seven-year drought. Um, yes. Really, actually, yes. I, 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 I would say actually uh, actually made me fall in love with the university. So I, I do have to give credit to that one, even though uh, even though I wasn't a player in it. Um, uh, going forward, going forward, it was a, it was obviously a ton of fun in uh, in, in 2011 and in uh, in 2012. Obviously, getting the uh, the 49 nothing shutout. Um, anytime that you can go in and uh, and give any tiger a shutout, it's always it's always a, a happy night. And those were happy nights. And thank y'all for bringing back the. Breaking that tradition because I got tired of seeing all those fingers Tommy Tuffle was holding up every year. <laughs> Tom, of course, so, was one for the fun. Yeah, so so I, so we were very thankful. I, I've got a picture of Grit uh, Glenn Coffee running up the middle, uh, scoring touchdown in that big that first win back again. So uh, so very fond uh-huh. memories of them, Jerry. <laughs> Yep, yep. I remember that rammer jammer and uh, and feeling my bones chill. I, I, I knew this is the home I had to be at. Well, we're we're glad you made it your home, and we're thankful for everything you've done at the University of Alabama, and we we wish you nothing but success later on in life, Jeremy. Hey, I really appreciate it, guys. I really do. Thanks a lot, Jeremy. Roll Tide. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jeremy Shelley, former Alabama kicker. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big Ten Eighty.
Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase. Six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with CarSide to go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. Addiction can have a crippling effect on everyone involved, leading to health problems and behavioral disorders. SOAR Addiction Recovery can help with their comprehensive and confidential treatment. SOAR understands the heartache and pain of addiction and can empower you to re-engage in a meaningful life. If you or someone you know needs help, don't wait. Call SOAR Addiction Recovery. That's S-O-A-R at 374-3858. Located at 30521 Ardmore Avenue in Ardmore. It's time for you to SOAR. Call now, 374-3858. SOAR Addiction Recovery. When you want to pay your propane bill, talk to someone face-to-face about a problem, or just get that security blanket feeling that your needs will be handled locally, where do you go? Local People's Gas in Athens or Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore, that's where. Just call Local People's Gas at 230-3600 or Ferguson LP Gas at 423-3320 or drop by one of the offices and ask about their easy changeover plan. They'll treat you like you deserve to be treated and give you that security blanket feeling knowing that someone is always close by 24-7, 365 days a year. Local People's Gas in Athens, 230-3600 or Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore, 423-3320. Need custom screen printing or other promotional products? Got you covered screen printing and more in Athens is, well, got you covered. Screen printing, promotional items, stickers, graphic design, vinyl for signs and garments, and other customized products. They also offer local pickup and delivery services, rush orders, volume discounts, and can customize any project to meet your needs. Got you covered guarantees to get the job done and will work hard to make sure you're completely satisfied. Call today, 444-4500, or stop by and see them at 3A. 9 West Sanderford Road in Athens. Got you covered screen printing and more. If you're looking for an alternative to the insane prices of buying furniture, appliances, and electronics outright, why not consider Rent to Own at Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens? High quality at low prices. Top brands like GE, Maytag, Samsung, and Ashley. No credit approval and flexible payment options. See what you can take home today. Visit Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens at 600 South Jefferson Street in the Athens Shopping Center. Go online to BuddyRents.com or call 206-9505. Buddy's Home Furnishings. Are you getting the propane service you deserve? At Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore, you always get the most value for your dollar, professional gas personnel who make safety a high priority, and you can always get in touch with them any day of the year at any time. They accept Visa and MasterCard, too. So if you're not happy with your present propane supplier, join the many who have made the switch. Give Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore a call at 256-423-3320. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with a Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. You've been listening to the best of Tailgate Talk. 
You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.